Western North Carolina original music. This is episode 42. In The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything calculated by an enormous supercomputer named Deep Thought over a period of 7.5 million years is 42. Unfortunately, no one knows what the question is. That is, of course, you probably recognize her voice. That's Jody Hume of the band The Wafflers and of the podcast, So Here's My Story. Look for links to both of those things on the show notes or just search So Here's My Story wherever you get your podcast. Maybe where you got this podcast. Who knows? Got kind of a special episode this week. It's the third installment of the Andrew Scotchy series taken from his solo show at Madco Brewing in Marshall, North Carolina as part of the NC Songsmiths concert series. Make sure to check the links in the episode description or search Facebook or the internet for NC Songsmiths. They have just the highest quality singer-songwriters playing a variety of venues every week all over Western North Carolina and growing. Uh, Every time I look, they're adding another venue, another songwriter, uh, some really cool stuff going on there. More about that later, but right now, here is Andrew Scotchy. I'm not your 
Yeah, I got the job, but the money don't mean shit. I'm another grinning dead, and I'll never get out of it. Stepping Stone is a is a newer song, and um, that essentially is just getting uh, it's it's about getting out of a relationship and just you know hoping that the person that you're with didn't treat you or didn't just doesn't think of you as like oh you know I had to be with him to get to the, you know Mr. Right or had to be with him to get to the next person to, that would eventually lead me to Mr. Right. And I have my own personal feelings about millennials and how they. <laughs> And how they date and everything like that, which, you know, I'm, I'm a millennial. I, I yeah. love criticizing it, but. Yeah. <laughs> you can, you can use that word. I can't, you know. I'm so, old fashioned, man. I really yeah, am. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm old fashioned and like, uh, you know, that can be a weird thing to be, you know, in, yeah. uh, in the music industry, but it also keeps you, you know, focused. <laughs> yeah. I, I really always admired, you know, my mom and dad's relationship growing up and it wasn't perfect at times. It was, it was bad, but like, um, you know, I, I always loved like the whole, you know, American dream that my dad was building, you know, and the, uh, I guess like the security that he provided, you know, so that aspect will always be in me. But this song is essentially about, you know, like, yeah, just hoping that um, you weren't somebody's stepping stone to the, to the next yeah. thing, you know, and uh, uh, it's also a little bit of a. Uh, you know, kind of like a nod to um, working a day job, and then uh, anybody that you know, works a day job doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, getting beyond that somewhat.
Sleeping Alone, uh, that's like a song got finished up as far as like the structure of it in 2016 and started playing it the same year and we got it on the most recent album, Family Dynamo, and uh, that that's a song that I'd also wanted to write for a while because I had the chorus in mind and it's essentially just a message saying it was it was also about relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. It's funny, the, <laughs> it's funny that uh, those things can be so inspiring but um yeah it's essentially about like once you're out of it like you know kind of saying like hey i'll be all right you know kind of thing and um kind of a nod as as, at the same time kind of a nod to feeling lonely you know um i've I've had a lot of people message me and be like man that song speaks to me because like sometimes i just like i'm like sick of sleeping alone you know something that everybody has got to go through and everybody does go through I wish it wasn't so. <laughs> so that's, yeah, I don't know. I guess that one came out of necessity. Well, you got to be able to do that to, this is a cliche, but to appreciate, um, you know, the next step of it. Yeah. Uh, not stepping stone-wise. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, literally, uh, emotional growth, I guess. Is yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah, man. It, you know, it, it always teaches you something. 
But um, also just like the first line is about, you know, how you perceive people, you know, um, and then maybe, you know, down the line you figure out that they are just not at all what you thought. Right. And um, that, that happens every day, not just romantically, sure. you know what I mean? And um, that happens uh, a lot in the music industry. So maybe, maybe I was feeling it about that, you know, like someone you think is just like so together and perfect actually turns out they're, you know, falling apart and you didn't even know it, right. you yeah. know, so... Mm -hmm. They're time. kind of just barely holding it together. Yeah, time, and, time, and time tells, man. You know, it's a common expression. You know, for a reason.
directly related to um, just how I felt after dad was shot in West Asheville and kind of just I was like oh well you know nothing can hurt as bad as this and nothing can be worse than this and um, that one on the album we, we got it out on the, on the recent album we actually took Sleeping Alone and then we did a interlude type thing was like an instrumental kind of psychedelic trip out um, you can hear it on the album and then it fades directly in so it's one two three songs back to back that are meshed together just kind of like in the 60s and 70s where it's record played mm -hmm. but um, anyway uh, the interlude goes right into Nothing Hurts as Bad and you'll hear audio samples of my dad that I pulled from VHS tapes um, I went to my mom's house and I put in the old VHS tapes and I took my phone stuck it right there next to it and we took it to the studio and we ran it through all these like filters to make it you know like a little trippy and kind of sound yeah. like a dream sequence and I think that song is also inspired by um, how much I love blues music, you mm -hmm. know, because it's in that six eight time signature yeah. that you commonly hear. That's just so typical with blues. And I remember whenever I first read it, the bass player um, at the time, Asher, um, a lot of his little brother, he was like, "Man, it needs to do something so it doesn't sound like a blues song." And mm -hmm. so, like, he wrote like kind of like a turnaround, you know, like, yeah. um, and uh, that really took it into kind of like a neo-blues direction and took like the foundation of blues yeah. and then a little bit of psychedelia a little bit of psychedelic music yeah and um with that cigar box it sounds so it's almost like a sitar at times you know yeah yeah so i i don't i don't ever play that thing like a like a normal guitar because you you can't right it just doesn't line up like that right and um anyway yeah that one's really just uh, talking about the pain and the struggle of you know losing a parent like that and at that age and then um is it um hard to sing sometimes yeah yeah um it is because i always worry that like people I, i'm 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 i i, I want to come across as honest and um 
hopefully inspiring to people. Never, never as a thing of like, let me tell you, you know, all about me towards boohoo this, boohoo that. It's not. But at the same time, like, you know, if it's your story and it's at the core of like who you are, you know, keep it in, sing about it, scream about it. Yeah. And that song, I, I, I remember was a huge release. Getting that recorded on the album, I was like, God, okay, we got it. <laughs> you never have to record that again. And I remember I played it for my mom. She's tears, you know, all over the place because there's this section, you know, where you can hear my dad talking to my oldest brother, who was like two years old at the time, mm-hmm. and he's got this you know, little baby voice, and it's just uh, it pulls on your heartstrings for sure. And I wanted to, to do that because this whole process, you know, coming or growing up, you know without that or growing up after something like that it's mm-hmm. been a completely bittersweet ride yeah and I think it will be for a time to come yeah more to come from Andrew Scotchy's solo set at Madco Brewhouse in Marshall North Carolina as part of his NC Songsmiths tour make sure to go and find andrewscotchymusic.com on the internet or search Andrew Scotchy or Andrew Scotchy and the River Rats on Facebook or Instagram or anywhere, uh, just Google. You know, I'm big on Google still. It's underrated, I think. Make sure to support Western North Carolina original musicians and local musicians anywhere if you're hearing this in another state or country or commonwealth or protectorate, unincorporated landmass. And subscribe to Western North Carolina original music wherever you get your podcasts. This is Nick Gonnering, and you're listening to WNC Original Music Podcast. This song about changing the seasons. Thank you. 
another way to move along another day now another sad sad song can it make me recognize that you're not the same anymore can it make me recognize that we're all the That was uh, a song was inspired by what my dad told me at a festival when I was <laughs> 13 or 14. And uh, it just stuck with me. It was one of those things that he said to me. Um, I remember where I was standing. I remember like what it felt like outside. I remember like, you know, like what he was like, what T-shirt he was wearing. It's just like one of those things you remember. Mm-hmm. And um, I was at the festival and I was wanting to run around and like hang out and get crazy like my oldest brother was at the festival and and what I mean by that is just you know uh, not reporting back to my dad where right. I was <laughs> and he was like come on man give me a few more years kind of thing like before you go off the rails right. and um, uh, he knows you he knows you'll probably be okay but he's kind of like wanting to yeah. uh, keep you a, a certain age or yeah. Certain, yeah well he knew I was also like coming into that teenager phase where he he wanted to, you know, um, he like he needed to, you know, um, have some authority, but he also didn't want to completely um, restrict me to where I felt like I had to rebel against him. And he was always amazing with that. And um, I was always really thankful for that. But uh, anyway, he was like, man, like your time will come. All that, you know, that you want to do and more, it's going to come. Like, you got to be patient. And I think he was kind of saying it about growing up. I really do. Now that I think about it, I mm-hmm. think that he was talking about growing up. And, um, um, yeah, it's, it's about change and, like, just getting older. And the chorus was kind of inspired by um, a few years after my dad passed, you know, writing that song, oh, yeah, the time has come where everything I hold doesn't hurt too much. Everything I have, you know, around me, like people, possessions, whatever, it doesn't, it doesn't feel as painful anymore. Yeah, and um, the time has come and maybe that time you know uh, whenever I wrote it I was like oh I've finally gotten to the point that my dad was talking about and I get it you know Yeah. maybe that's kind of what it was about yeah. um, the kind of thing where once you if you understand it it means you're there yeah you, know, you, yeah. you understand what maturity is once you can explain what maturity is oh know, that's that's a book in itself man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel lucky like the, the music industry has taught me a lot about maturity and organization and just keeping it together to where you know you can have fun but you can also um, be an adult and have a good foundation and security and everything yeah. and um, but yeah it's, it's funny that that one thing that he said at that festival Fly Rock Music Festival yeah. like turned into that you know just goes to show that like the little little things can turn into you know songs like a decade later and also uh there's a uh 
apparently, I, don't, I actually don't have kids, but I've heard this a lot because mm-hmm. uh, of the internet, um, <laughs> but or, or TV, or whatever. But it's that your kids are always listening. Yeah. And so yeah. your dad, you know, your dad might have he might have meant that in a certain way, but also it might have been something, or he might there might be something else in there where he said kind of offhand, mm-hmm. but you're always listening, so it might mean something to you, regardless of how he meant it. Absolutely. You, you take it from that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Yeah, there's there's been several conversations I've had with him and dreamed of having with him and just people. Are, I, I really do think that conversations and like eavesdropping into conversations is amazing mm-hmm. songwriting inspiration. So, oh, yeah. so it's one of my favorite things to do at a party is just to walk around and listen to other people's conversations mm-hmm. and the way that they describe things, especially under the influence. Not, not me, whenever they are. Play some harmonica. <laughs> Everyone say, come on, Ron.
Basically, I wrote that when I was living in East Asheville. I was 19 or 20, and I was listening to a lot of uh, Hill Country Blues, um, uh, R.L. Burnside in particular, and um, a lot of the guys on like the Fat Possum record label from Mississippi. And um, it's a very unique style of blues. They don't typically use guitar picks, or a lot of the renowned guitar players of that era don't use guitar picks. And um, anyway, I started with the riff. And maybe it had been based out of a conversation I had or something like that, but um, the words felt really good together. And it was also just kind of like a statement of like, you know, when you're a musician or whenever you're kind of living on your own, you got to make a lot with a little. Mm -hmm. And um, I felt like that could resonate with a lot of people, no matter what job, no matter what age. And um, that one just has always kind of been in my pocket of like a song to pull out it. Um, acoustic shows and i don't think we ever really play it no we don't play with the band this is something that me and keith do live or i do by myself i'm going to jump in here because um the next question i asked andrew was just a general question about uh the music business personality and uh what kind of temperament it takes to be a successful musician but while i was asking this apparently i was just uh thumping really hard the head of the microphone just as hard as i could for no apparent reason So that didn't really come through. So just imagine I just asked that question only without the nonsense. I I was just, you know, raised to really appreciate people and look people in the eye as much as possible and, you know, shake their hand and give them respect. And um, a lot of that's from my dad. And then also, you know, like when you grow up in the music industry, you grow up around the music industry, you realize very quickly that if you're an asshole or if you don't, you know, treat people with respect and you don't work hard, no one's going to take you seriously. Yeah. You know, and you won't have a platform to essentially, you know, work off of and you won't have a job and you um, you won't have friends. You want fans. You have to be good. You have to be good to people if you want to, you know, have people come to your shows and yeah. come to pe- you know, have people buy your albums. And it's, it's all genuine. It's never been it's never been a conscious thing of like, well, I've got to be a nice guy, too. It's just it's you know, I, I like people yeah. and I believe that people are born, you know. And uh, I, really nice. And I saw that happen because I mean that happened at this night that I recorded you where um, a guy came up who didn't really like he knew you knew you know knew about you you didn't really know him very well and um, like five minutes later you guys were playing music yeah, together yeah. like on stage it was that's that's the cool thing about music it's very community driven and um, it I, it always will be you know mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's, it's like whenever you get up with somebody on stage for the first time and they play a lick and like oh yeah I know that man and like for like a, like a yeah. second you immediately just like found out so much about that person yeah. you know yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, I think it's very important to, um, and, and no matter what stage you, uh, your career that you're in, you have to be polite and nice or no one's going to want to work with you and no one's want to, you know, keep coming back. And I've also seen, you know, um, musicians slash bands that are, you know, wild and like to party and, um, you know, cockiness doesn't get you anywhere. You know, you, it's good to stick up for what you do. And it's good to put your foot down, but do it like out of survival. Don't do it out of ego. Yeah. You know, that's that's always been kind of my motto. All right. That's the third and final installment from Andrew Scotchy's solo performance at Madco Brewing in Marshall, North Carolina. I uh, just really appreciate Andrew being on the show. And hopefully uh, we're going to do some more things together pretty soon with his duo or the full band. Looking forward to that. Make sure to go to andrewscotchymusic.com and search Andrew Scotchy and Andrew Scotchy and the River Rats on the internet, Facebook, Instagram, all those places. Buy merchandise, download songs legally. He's got some solo and full band tours coming up and a lot of shows coming up, so go to his Facebook page and look for those. Go to the NC Songsmiths webpage and look for their upcoming events. There's a, there's a lot of them in a lot of different places, so probably one near you. Go find Jody Hume on the internet and give her a hard time, uh, but also listen to her band and her podcast. That's The Wafflers, and so here's my story. I can't remember which is which. Got a lot of cool stuff coming up on the show, uh, including a vacation, so keep an eye out for that. Make sure to go and subscribe to the podcast. It's free and always will be free as far as I'm concerned. So take the money you save from the podcast being free and get yourself a little something. You deserve it. Have a good week. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. <laughs>